That's a Texas size 10 4, boys. Hello, and welcome to Passion Fruits, a passion project for passionate people. I am your black current boy, Adam. And I'm your peach, Daniel. On this podcast, we talk about a great many things, but primarily we talk about things that people are passionate about mm-hmm. and what took them from being a casual fan of that thing to being a passionate fanatic of that thing. It could also be a noun. It could also be an object. Uh, we don't <laughs> like to objectify people on this podcast, but we are going no. to do so otherwise. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, where I, I just I just you know doubled back. I swift as you as you said before, the no spin zone. Exactly, I swift voted myself, if you will. So you know what you know exactly. I don't know what that means. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyways, welcome to the podcast. We have don't a try wonderful. And continue on this when you're using <laughs> lingo that nobody knows. Yeah, you can't get shit started. <laughs> yeah, we have a wonderful guest for you all today. We have yeah. Mr. Will. Will. Hello, Mr. Will. <laughs> Hello. Will, <would> you... <laughs> um, please call me by my Christian name, A1 Steak Sauce William. <laughs> okay, A1 Steak okay. Sauce William. Pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Uh, what are sir, we talking cause... about with you today? <laughs> we will be talking about Hamburg steak. <laughs> People may think this is a joke, but we are deathly serious about this. Especially Will. Will is deathly serious about this. Absolutely. Uh, so, Will, what is Hamburg? So, it's Hamburg steak, not Hamburger steak? That is correct. No er, just Hamburg steak. Mm. Um, so, why don't we just dive right into the uh, Passion Fruitspedia section and give us a brief definition of what Hamburg steak is. Am I doing this or are you guys doing this? I mean, I didn't pull any shit up to look at I it. Thought, I thought you guys were in charge of the Passionpedia. Well, why don't we – this will be like call and response. It will be like jazz. So when so you, how, how about this, Daniel? How about okay. this? I have a an unknown website pulled up that has a little bit of information on Hamburg steak. How about, is it Will's blog spot? Where it he talks is. About oh, steak? oh, man. And it's such a highly trafficked blog spot, too. Let me tell mm. you. So uh, we'll, we'll give a brief description of what Hamburg steak is, and then we'll let Will do some color commentary. How does that sound, oh, here Will? we go. That's good. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Silence is golden. Mm-hmm. So according to Pastor Fruitspedia, Hamburg steak is a patty of ground beef made popular worldwide by migrating Germans. Uh, it became a mainstream dish around the start of the 19th century. And this may be a little bit of a, uh, a controversial uh, oh, here we take go. on it, but it is similar to Salisbury steak. Boo. Well. Boo no, Salisbury is it, steak. No, is it Salisbury or Salisbury? Sa- <laughs> uh, it depends on where you come from. I mean, I, I, I call it Salisbury. You know, you just I call it over- tomato steak. <laughs> get, get out of here. <laughs> the only yeah, reason that, I say that wasn't funny. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Will, you're supposed to be on my side of this? <laughs> 
um, uh, you know, with 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 how with my vernacular, I like to just gloss over the middle, you know, you know, three syllables in in in, in most words. So for me, it's just Salisbury. Adam, what is your vernacular? Virgin nerd? <laughs> oh! Nerd! Ah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is what Hamburg steak is. If you go to Wikipedia and just look for Hamburg steak, not hamburger steak, you get a beautiful close-up view of hamburgers, Hamburg steak shit that looks... Um, I'm going to be honest, pretty unappetizing right now. <laughs> but it's a, a hunk of meat. We're trying to figure out why Will, uh, sorry, A1 William is so passionate about Hamburg steak. A1, A1 steak sauce, William. A1, uh, I'm so sorry, sir. Uh, A1 steak sauce, William. Why are you so passionate about Hamburg steak? So, Will, kind of give us your take on what Hamburg steak is. Okay. Um, it's gonna. It really, for me, it started uh, many years ago um, when I was living in a, a, a small town and in, in the mountains. And I went to. Uh, I was sitting in elementary school at Parkside Elementary in Mrs. Sacco's class. And <laughs> shout my, out, shout out to her. Yep, my daddy. He forgot <laughs> to um, pack me a bologna, American cheese, and man mayonnaise sandwich. Mm. And that day on the menu was was actually controversial Salisbury steak. Oh wow! And Fuck mashed that. potatoes, and I was really worried because <laughs> it looks it looks sort of nasty. <laughs> but I dove into that Salisbury steak, and it was the most savory dish I've probably ever tasted in my entire life. Wow! Um, it was just delicious. I piled the instant mashed potatoes on top of that Salisbury steak, and I just pounded it. Wow. I spent the rest of the day just thinking about meat. (laughs) And in a slight food coma. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I went to gym class with Mr. Bittner and just (laughs) couldn't stop thinking about meat. (laughs) This was when you were kind of discovering yourself and your body and all you were thinking about was meat, right? I just couldn't stop thinking about meat, boys. (laughs) And I went on. And boys? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I just went on and became infatuated with Salisbury steak and started looking into Hamburg steak. And before I knew it, I was obsessed. Wait, so this was, this is when you were in like second grade. Well done. It was third, third grade, Adam. I wish third, you would listen. Third grade. Oh, well, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, sorry. My, my, uh, my notes here are slightly oh. smudged. But so, I mean, I continued. Wait, hold on. No, 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 no. Shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> no, I, I continued know to devour <laughs> Salisbury steaks throughout my public school career. Daniel, I'm sure you don't know what it's like to go to public school. <laughs> we had, uh, we just had flame and yawn. That's what I thought. Salisbury steak. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, wait. You say that after you had this Salisbury steak in third grade. Um, you kind of like went on a journey to discover your love for meat and Hamburg steak. Like, what does that look like in the age of no internet and as a young boy, not cooking his own food? Um, I, uh, I obsessively asked my mommy to, um, make me Hamburg steak mm. on a regular basis. She, she did not ever <laughs> do that for me. Now, um, why is that? I don't know. 
Mm. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. It's a weird. <laughs> oh no! Too many painful memories. Yeah, it's, it was a rough, rough upbringing. It's sad. Um, but yeah, Daniel, you're right. I mean, I I upset. Like, I thought about Hamburg steak on a regular basis, but never really experienced it in the in the home life. Um, uh-huh. My parents would would make the hamburger. Um, right. And put that's like the the piece of meat you put between the two buns. Um, but it's just not the same. There's no, there's no gravy involved. There's no, Mm. it's not as moist. Ah. Um, Moist, moist is really important. I bet. Moist uh, meat is really important. A A one steak sauce will question for you then. What was, (laughs) what was William? That's my, my Christian name's William. William. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Um, cheese and crackers. Uh, A one steak sauce. No, we're talking about Hamburg steak. Cheese crackers. crackers. Yeah. Uh, A1 Steak Sauce Williams. So what was your parents' resistance to cooking some gravy or preparing some gravy to go along with the hamburgers that they uh, – Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Gravy with a hamburger? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that the process seems fairly similar Mm. up until the point where they don't add gravy and put it between two pieces of bread. I eat a bun. So what did they think of you with your obsession with Hamburg steak? Then? Oh yeah. Good question. Um, they were, they were not a fan. Mm. How, how is your relationship with your parents now? They're not a fan. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> They're huge fans. Um, did they like try and force feed you like fish and chips and spaghetti? Um, maybe like some hummus to try and get you away from the specific German food of Hamburg steak. They yeah they tried different things. Um, pizza, mm. um, the, yeah. hamburgers pretty consistently, but but never a, a Hamburg steak. Man, well, so I mean, like, so but here you are, world famous Hamburg steak fan. How do you go from point A, the lonely third grader, not being able to get Hamburg steak unless it was served to him by the cafeteria lunch ladies, to the modern A1 steak sauce William that we all know and love today? Well, I, I appreciate you letting me continue my story because you guys rudely interrupted me earlier. But, we um, never interrupt people on this Never. Episode. I never, never, ever. Pretty much throughout my childhood, I wasn't allowed to enjoy a savory, moist Hamburg steak in the in the home life. Um, and I went, I went to, I went to the the university, um, and I I enjoyed their hamburgers. Um, mm. Yet again, they weren't they weren't throwing the brown gravy on top of it, so that was mm. a little bit um, not as not as enjoyable. Um, I would say that I pretty much started experimenting myself with the Hamburg steak. Um, out of college, mm. um, so I was I was living in North Carolina, and Whoa. I would I would travel south of the border um, <laughs> to a little town called Buford, um, not mm. Buford, but Buford, B U F O R D, mm-hmm. South Carolina, mm-hmm. um, and I would I would call ahead to Buford Little General <laughs> Store. And that's, um, that's when I really realized like Hamburg steak is, is probably my life. Um, I would call Buford's little general store and I would, I would order me a Hamburg steak with some onions and some fresh cut fries. And when I would get there, it'd be the, the size of a, 
I don't know, maybe like a elephant ear. Whoa. Funnel cake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. That's amazing. It was, it was, it was really large. I mean, mm. Buford Little General Store. I mean, I must have, I have to say that the local guide on um, Joyce Lloyd once wrote, this store offers a very safe environment and I'd located directly across from Buford Elementary and Buford Middle School, family oriented and owned by Christian husband and wife team, Cliff and Missy West. If your wow. children, if your child goes to the grill or to meet up with their friends after school, they will be safe inside the store. The grill offers typical grill food, but experienced cooks offer a variety of home-cooked food. There's nothing better than a bowl of vegetable soup and cornbread. Service is fantastic. And I do have to add... Yes, please continue. Me. I mean, this this sounds like just quite the endorsement. Uh, I, I, I'm 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 waiting with rapt attention to see where this goes next. To the end of Joyce Lloyd, that they also um, serve up some of the best Hamburg steaks that a, a little boy could enjoy. Yes, um, that is a so good addendum to the review. The children are safe, and the Hamburg steaks are fantastic. <laughs> um, but so Beautiful. after that, after that, um. I, I really, again, became Wait, infatuated. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Do you mind if I interrupt you real quick? I wish you would, wouldn't, but it's okay. Thank you. Would you eat the Hamburg steak at this beautiful diner and um, relax? It was, it was more like a gas station, but yes, I would devour it <laughs> um, probably with a um, some, some form of mountain dew um, to, <laughs> to wash it down. Okay. And were you doing this um, on your way to go somewhere or you were just specifically going to the Buford General Store to get hamburg it's, steak? It's the little general store. There's a bigger one down the road. Damn it. Um, um, I, would, I would go there um, every day. Just every to get the hamburg day. steak. And the cheap South Carolina gas. Well, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, gosh. That's but I, I, I really, I, I became infatuated with the Hamburg steak once again. Um, yeah. And then something, something really important happened to me then, boys. Um, I'm, I met my, my life partner. Um, <laughs> I met my life partner on Grinder, which is a <laughs> online dating app for people who love to grind their own meat. Um. And and my my life partner. Um, Stuart, mm -hmm. Stuart also loves Hamburg steak. Oh my gosh. So, Match made so in heaven. Stuart wow, never had, had experienced a Hamburg steak, um, due to the private schooling. Um, ah, gosh, tell me about I, it, sister. I brought it into Stuart's life. Thank goodness. How and, lucky, how lucky Stuart is to have you enter their life. With the addition of inter with the addition of bringing Hamburg steak into their life as well, exactly. I mean, that's that's just that's beautiful. Stewart's lucky. Beautiful. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> but um, so I mean, I, I really started um getting really into Hamburg steak cooking. Mm. Um, so pretty much like my my first experience, I was I was living alone 
the lonely life of a bachelor in uh, North Carolina. Right. And um, the, the closest store to me was a was another general store, not like the mm-hmm. Boofer General Store, but it was called Buchanan's General Store. And about the only thing that they, they served up on a regular basis was hoop cheese and bologna. Um, Yummy. And I could get my hands on some some like 65, 25. Um, is that the right math? No, it's not. 65, 35 <laughs> um, beef, a little bit fattier than your normal uh, ah, gosh. ground beefs. And mm-hmm. I, I just sitting alone in my house after a, a good bout of crying in the shower and <laughs> thought to myself, I should, I should just whip up a quick hamburg steak. And that's when I started experimenting. Oh, so wow. <laughs> I would put, I would, I would usually get, get the old cast iron out. Thanks mommy and oh. daddy. And, um, I, I never use olive oil cause olive oil just has that, that, Taste that just doesn't fit a German cuisine. Yeah, Um, so Italian. Gosh, that's rough. What do you use? What do you use instead? Um, uh, (laughs) baking options, right? Uh, Usually, I don't put bacon in the the hamburg steak. That would be that's a little too much. That's mixing pork and beef together. That's a little bit. That's called that's called next level fusion. I think. No. So, I mean, I would do a canola oil, like a canola oh. oil that's a flavorless oil. It comes from the rape seed um, mm-hmm. founded by the Canadians. Um, and so you do, like a, you do like a canola oil base. You warm that cast iron up. you got to get that cast iron super seasoned. That's That, that guy's got to oh, yeah. be seasoned. It's got to be in uh. and out of the oven, seasoned, seasoned to a crisp. It's got to be just sauced with oh. seasoning. And then wow. – and then, I mean, uh, this is a little bit against what the uh, the original um, migrants probably would have done, right? But I start with an onion. Don't what tell, the fuck? Don't tell Whoa. what the, the hell? Whoa. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a white onion in there. Maybe a Vidalia. Oh you just God. never know. But I'm gonna do a white onion. I'm gonna slice it thin, like real thin, <laughs> and I'm gonna put it in there. I'm gonna just. Get it all saturated with that uh, that canola oil. Oh yeah, and when it becomes translucent, I know it's time for the meat. And like I said, when I was a boy, I loved just thinking about meat. <laughs> but the meat, the meat's got to be it's got to be a certain kind. You never go lean, boys. You never go lean. Oh Get God, Adam, never go lean. And so we're gonna do some some just ground beef. Just think okay. about it, boys. Ground beef. Got it. I can't stop add, thinking about it. Let me tell you. I know you can't. <laughs> You're gonna add an egg. Okay. What do you think about an egg? The egg, the egg is the binder. It holds it together, boys. Well, so this is interesting. You were talking about not having bacon grease in the pan, but here you've got an egg. Yeah. But you're saying it's the binder. Couldn't you use something like applesauce or bananas or something? So excuse me a second. I don't like it when you <laughs> say things like that. But we are not actually putting this in the pan yet. We are creating no, a sorry. patty. So I'm so not going to use applesauce because I'm not a heathen. This is uh, like this is like a new food group to me. I'm learning like so yeah. much right now, you know. <laughs> so, but let's get back to the beef, boys. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put some beef in there. Grade A Prime select beef from Walmart. Hold on, hold on. on. And from Walmart. (laughs) 
Is is it grade A? Because isn't that like ninety five five percent? I thought you were going for like the sixty five thirty five. I'm pretty sure grade A doesn't have anything to do with the fat content in the beef atom. <laughs> Whoa! I'm Whoa. pretty sure it has to do with the amount of rat body that's in each. Oh, <laughs> yummy! So grade A is more rat body, correct? Yes. Okay. Oh, just just want I would think that when we think about beef, we think of like the best beef being like wagyu or mm. Kobe, and yeah. that's a fat, that's a fatty marble piece of meat, boys. Oh yeah. So I don't think it has anything to do with the fat content, giving it a grade A or B or C or D or F. Interesting. But anyway, let's get back. So we got a <laughs> we got the binders, which is the egg. We have to right. add an extender to the patty. Mm. What is an extender? Can somebody tell me, please? Uh, breadcrumbs. Hell. Yes. Yes. We're going to add breadcrumbs. We're not going to add those Italian seasoned breadcrumbs because oh. guess what? This is from Germany. <laughs> Germany. A little bit of salt and pepper, a little bit of onion powder, a little bit of garlic powder. Next oh, wow. comes the most important part. Okay. <laughs> We're just mixing cultures left and right here. Let me tell you. A Worcestershire. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How much? How much? How much Worcestershire do you put in the uh, in the hamburg on on the beef? I personally put the whole bottle in. Oh wow! <laughs> so it's just swimming. So and how much is it? Like a pound of beef? Half pound? Two pounds? How much? How much um, meat are we talking about? How many hamburg steaks are we cooking, boys? Uh, it's, I mean, it's going to be for the three of us. Maybe Stuart will get in on it. I don't know. Um, when I, so when I would cook for myself, whenever my life partner Stuart would leave me alone for months at a time, I would cook. <laughs> Um, about, about a pound of beef. Um, <laughs> holy that would, shit. That would, why holy shit, Daniel? It's not a lot of beef. Uh, I mean, I just, just, I mean, it's just, I'm scared. I'm scared for you. That's what I'm worried about. Um, so are you doing this? Like just, I, well, sorry. I know when you're doing this, you're doing this after a good cry in the shower. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Good cry. And I just needed, needed meat in my life. Pound so, of beef. A pound of beef. Um, and sometimes I would just make a full patty the size of the cast iron dish. <laughs> what size cast iron are we talking about? Like uh, 16 inch. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, sorry. I was thinking you were going to say nine, maybe 12. Um, no, I got okay, the big wow. boy. I got the big oh, yeah. boy. It, it, it actually doesn't even fit on the stove. I got to put it in the oven. Oh, my God. So you're so you're cooking your Hamburg steak in the oven in the cast iron. Oh, no, I never said that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, you store it in the oven? Did I ever hey, say Dan- that, Daniel? Dan- Daniel, <laughs> no, let's let's, let's let A1 Steak Sauce William continue his story and let's stop. Oh, I really like interrupting him <laughs> trying to get down to the I'm, mystery I'm, of this. I'm terribly sorry, A1 Steak Sauce William. Oh, continue, right. please. <laughs> Adam's Mr. Perfect on this episode. Thank you, Adam. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, at this point, we've we've added all the ingredients into the beef, and we haven't even formed the patties yet um, oh because Daniel keeps interrupting me. Um, <laughs> like I said, this is a new this is a new food for me. I've I've you know only ever had street meat. Okay, so um, I would make the patties. And mm-hmm. I mean, it just depends on who was with me. If it was going to be Stewart, if it was going to be um, 
I, I don't have any other friends. So it was either Stuart or myself, and I would make the patty. Um, and I would, I would cook it. I would cook the meat. Now, exactly exactly <laughs> how, how would you cook the meat? Thank in, you. In Temperature and time. <laughs> okay. In a cast uh, iron meat. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not trying to get salmonella. Hmm. So, um, I would cook it till it was done. Wow. <laughs> well done. Avon's and then I pull, I pull that patty off the old cast iron, and uh-huh. that's when it comes time for the most important part. Oh. Do you know what that is, Daniel, Adam? The gravy? The <gasps> gravy. Oh, my God. What? Do either of you yeah, know what? how to make a gravy? That's what I thought. Uh. Neither of you know how to do it. <laughs> so we're going to scrape all that juice, mm. the juice from the patty. Mm-hmm. We're going to scrape it around, you know, uh. and we're going to add a little bit of flour into there, you know. And so we're, we're sort of creating a roux, but with, mm. with the fatty, uh, fatty bits and yeah. the flour. And then we add just a little bit of beef broth. Interesting. And we stir it around. We get that. We get that boy thicked, thicked up. Is that a word? Thicked. Yeah. Sure. I think you just invented it. We get it all thicked up. Turn it nice. down low. Simmer that boy. Simmer that boy wow. for a little bit. You know. And then it's time to put the patties back in the dish. Mm. We want we want to simmer the patties in the gravy because do you guys remember what's the most important about a about uh, most important thing about a hamburger steak? No bun. The moistness. The moistness. We so want it as it. moist mm. as possible. <laughs> so the gravy, the gravy thickens up, yeah. and the Hamburg steak gets real moist. <laughs> I'm sure you wow. guys are asking yourself, what's the difference between a Hamburg steak and a Salisbury steak? It, actually, that's exactly what was what was top of mind. So in, oh enlighten gosh. us, please. I have no clue. <laughs> All right, we can figure this out. I'm going to tell you the difference, boys. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I did do my dissertation on Salisbury steak when I was getting mm. my PhD in Hamburg steak. And mm. Salisbury steak is named after Dr. Salisbury. Um, he's a guy, uh, just a doctor, and he really thought that uh, Americans should really have a meat-heavy heavy diet. He really, really wanted every man and woman and child in the United States of America to eat as much meat as possible. The best country in the world, baby. Amen, brother. Um, <laughs> and so he, he put together a meat centered diet and that's whenever the Salisbury steak sort of came into, uh, the American vernacular. Um, mm. because the, the, the poor, uh, you know, the poor, the poor folks that didn't go to private school, they didn't have the filet mignons. They, they only had the ground beef, which I mean, ground beef back in the day was not your normal ground beef, which was, I mean, as you know, as I told you, I was on grinder. So I was really into grinding my own meat, which I would take like a, a nice piece of meat and grind it up into a hamburg. But, um, mm-hmm. they used to, uh, like that used to be filled with like muscle pulp and fat and cartilage oh. and other, other 
nasty things, and it was it was sold cheaper to the uh, to the working class, which I don't think mm-hmm. you guys, either of you, know what that is to be in the working class. <laughs> and so, uh, so that was a that was a good way to uh, to to trick trick the brain into thinking they were eating that filet mignon that Daniel would have eaten in his private right. schooling, um, yep. unlike All Mr. The- Adam. Adam and I, oh, uh, Black Current Adam, and myself, A1 Steaks Off William, would have been right. eating the, uh, the hamburger <laughs> this is getting, This is very get, getting, like, really showing how the classes have come together. Everybody loves hamburg steak now. Have you guys ever read The Jungle? Uh, I, well, I have not. I'm so I, sorry. I haven't either because I don't know how to read. <laughs> oh, right. I forget that about you. <laughs> But um, but so back to Salisbury steak. Doctor Salisbury, <laughs> he advocated for uh, the, the more eating of meat, um, mm. and so they they named it after him. Okay, I think that's but, fair. Uh, but like other um, other cultures sort of jumped in and enjoyed the the Hamburg steak just like the Americans did, where we we sort of just like we do with everything else, we steal people's culture and we make it our own. Um, <laughs> Japan, Japan started making their own hamburger steak. Oh um, wow! Yeah, it's it's hanbagu, um, and it's it's pretty similar to the variation of uh, hamburger steak that the German immigrants would take with them whenever they imperialized other countries throughout the world. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes they would they would add just maybe some Japanese spices to it. Um, it's oh, a little wow. thicker, thicker than the original um, hamburger steak that you would come with the Germans. Um, Sometimes they would stack it with cheese. There's also a variation of a Hamburg steak that I have made for Stuart and I, and that's where it's, it's a Juicy Lucy. And that's a Minneapolis Hamburg steak where I throw the American cheese on the inside of it and uh, oh cook, cook that baby up. So, um, But Hamburgu wow. actually uses a Japanese curry, which is, which is pretty exciting. I haven't gotten my hands on that. Um, other, other places that do it, there's a, there's a varietal of Hamburg steak in Finland – um, mm. Which is more like a meatball, but um, also also served with a brown sauce. Um, the way that um, it's like Yo Harley Hoffisby is the name <laughs> for the um, the Finnish <laughs> Hamburg steak, um, okay. and I, I would think it's probably similar since uh, it's it's probably like the IKEA meatballs. I would think. Um, <laughs> all of all those countries up there, they sort of all taste the same. Yeah, totally. Um, so, so I'm sure all the, of our Swedish and Finland listeners will really appreciate that. Will thanks. So I have a question. Uh, oh, here we go. Is 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 the Hamburg steak the genesis of all food in the world now? I mean, it seems like we've spanned pretty much every culture across the globe. Thoughts, debate, <laughs> go. Um. I'll leave this to our Hamburg steak expert, William. Um, first off, if Hamburg steak is the genesis of all foods in <laughs> modern history, where I, I'm curious, where where and when did uh, bovine roam free? Mm. Hmm. I mean, one could uh, kind of interpret in, interpret you know what a bovine is i mean you have different types of bovines all over the world right you have buffalo you have cows you have you know sheep which are just tiny cows 
Well, we'll have to look at the um, sacred text um, and kind of determine what was like the first food in the world. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, I, I just like listening to how passionate you are about Hamburg steak, Will, I have faith that it was the first world in the food, food, the first food in the world. You know, it just feels right to me. Probably Jesus was having Hamburg steak at the Last Supper before Judas betrayed him. And he was like, damn, this is a good Hamburg steak. I, I, I could die a happy man right now with this Hamburg steak as my last meal. You know, I think Jesus had it. Yes. Uh, you, you know he, at the very least, you know he did cook his Hamburg steak and uh, bacon grease because he was Jewish. No point. Right. Thank you for mm-hmm. <laughs> remembering that, William. If, yeah, so A1 Steak Sauce William is telling us to shut up. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, A1 Steak Sauce William. I yield my time back to you. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, <laughs> I just don't know if the um, if if the Jesus ate ate the Hamburg steak. Um, Did we like make you really uncomfortable with those true facts, Will? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. You didn't. I just don't know if how many like large uh, sized ungulates actually lived in the the Middle East back then. <laughs> and okay. so um I just don't know if he would have gotten his hands on a on a ground piece of hooved beef. I mean, you know, according to Passion Fruitspedia, uh, cattle were first domesticated around ten thousand five hundred years ago, <laughs> from as eighty as from as few as eighty progenitors in central Anatolia, the Levant, and western Iran. So it's very possible that huh? Jesus had. Some some form of bovine around, mm. uh, you know, uh, 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 where, where he grew up. You know, Adam. He tri- yes, you've convinced me. <laughs> I think Jesus's last meal was a Hamburg steak. Was a bovine. <laughs> a bovine burger. I, I think I think that's a safe assumption based wow. on based on the uh, based on the sleuthing that we've done so far this evening. Um. So, Will, going back to since Adam, you know, brought up what other kinds of bovine are out in the world, um, have you ever made like a buffalo Hamburg steak? I have not, and I wish you would never ask me that question again, sir. <laughs> okay, uh, consider it done. I will never ask that again. And, and perhaps an equally uh, uh, kind of contentious question, A1 Steak Sauce William. Do you ever deviate from your recipe that you detailed to us throughout this episode thus far? Or is it always the same way every single time? Um, yeah, so I would say like every other time I switch it up, except for I always add a whole bottle of Worcestershire sauce. Of course. Okay. How, how do you switch it up? Well, I can tell you one thing. I never use ketchup because that's the worst thing ever created by just somebody by jesus <laughs> did jesus make the ketchup he did actually how do you spell ketchup <laughs> c-a-t-s-u-p ketchup. or 
or K E T C H U P. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Well, luckily we're not talking about ketchup tonight or catsup so sometimes tonight. Sometimes I switch it up by like add, like I told you, sometimes I juice up that Lucy and I add a little bit of cheese to the inside mm, of the patty. Mm, but yeah. other times, like I might add, um, you know, I'll just like spread it out a little bit. Like maybe I uh, make a make a white gravy, or maybe I'm going to use a Vidalia onion, or uh-huh. maybe. Maybe I'm like feeling like I'm a little fat these days, and I go an eighty twenty instead of a seventy five twenty five. You oh, know, wow. whatever's on sale at Walmart. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe I, ever- add, I I add like a French onion dry powder mix. Whoa! Or like a ranch mix. Whoa! That's disgusting, and I'm sure it is. But maybe I'll do it. You just don't know what I'll do. Do you add like maybe like make it Hawaiian and add like a pineapple to the top of it? So I, I, I have not though the Hawaiian, mm. the Hamburg steak is actually a very, very, um, um, important dish for the Hawaiians. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they also, they use a brown gravy and sometimes they even put an egg on it and they call it a loco moco. Whoa. Oof. Yeah. A lot of times it's a, it's a plate lunch where they add macaroni salad <laughs> and rice to it. Um, but it's, it's more similar to, it's not really as similar to the Dr. Salisbury's steak but more similar to the hamburger. Mm, of course. Yes. That makes sense. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Just given the relative proximity of Hawaii to, to Japan. Mm. Makes a lot yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank now, you for the geography lesson, Adam. <laughs> anytime, anytime. I mean, the earth is flat, so you know we, we got we oh, to establish where, where Adam, everything is. Yes. Adam. Yes? I would like to let you know that's the truest thing you've said all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyone stakes us, William? I, I, I'm a little bit disappointed because I never found you on Grinder. Because I've been looking to, to, you know, just to grind some meat, and I'm, I'm very are happy you, that. Are you more into? Are you more into sausage, or are you more into meat? Um, it, it depends day by day. But I, I, yeah. recently, it's been a sausage thing for me. I feel you. Oh wow. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a sausage phase too, and um, but I was, I was just lucky enough to find, uh, Stewart who uh mm-hmm. was it was into grinding grinding meat <laughs> lovely now <laughs> thank now, goodness <laughs> now a, a follow-up question a1 steak sauce william mm-hmm. is you know you're obviously very passionate passionate about hamburg steak but how has this influenced other culinary adventures within your mm-hmm. yours and Stuart's household like do you do you experiment uh using bits of hamburg steak in other dishes do you do you try and integrate gravy into other dishes what where where, where is this going from here mm. oh that's a good question mr adam um i would say that yeah i i i pretty much put gravy no that's a lie i don't usually eat a lot of gravy mm. but i do put hamburg steak in everything so i mean you name a dish, and I probably put a, a chunk of Hamburg steak in it. Pizza, Hamburg steak, <laughs> spaghetti, yogurt. <laughs> See, uh, I've done the, I've done the yogurt. It's not it's not as tasty. Uh, yogurt's better with the brown gravy. Mm, uh, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm. Will, what's your inspiration for these? Like, what keeps you going to try all these different culinary adventures? Um, I would say the the happy faces that a good Hamburg steak brings. 
Um, I mean, look, uh, like uh, usually when I give somebody their first hamburger steak, they they are they're just overwhelmed, mostly because it looks just like a big pile of congealed meat. Um, <laughs> but secondly, they when they take a bite out of it, um, just how savory and moist it is. It's also, um, I mean, I I, I frequent I frequent um, uh, just. I frequent Google reviews to see uh-huh. uh, local local Hamburg steak places, and as the, one of the local guides in Buford said, um, <laughs> Joyce Joyce's fave lemons, who has twenty one reviews overall <laughs> as a local guide in Buford, she says cheap gas reg two fourteen the best cheeseburger. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Hamburg steak. I can't do it. <laughs> you got it. I'm gonna pee myself. Um, okay, Whew. where was I? Would you like you're, me? To- you're reading off Joyce's fave lemons review, and and while, <laughs> while I'm looking at this review as well, and you know, perhaps there there's an allegory to the best cheeseburger around. Really, kind of incites. And invites you to, to to try that Hamburg steak that that you so fondly remember. I, I and, agree. I and, agree, Adam. In fairness, uh, she did kind of corroborate Joyce Lloyd, yeah, uh, saying who, who I, I read I read her review earlier. But she also yes. sort of corroborates Toad Demo, um, who who once um, so beautifully said, "Went here before school because my parents left for work early." They have outstanding, speedy, and very tasty service. They get to know you and learn your name if you go often. And when the middle school opens, you are safely led across the road so that you can get there. Though I'm now in high school, I'm going to still try to come here as often as possible for the amazing bacon and egg biscuit. Wow. And I have to agree whenever I would um, join the children at the Buford Middle School, um, I would also be led across the street but with – a hamburg steak platter in hand. No, with 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 Totemo's uh, review, I wonder how you know she gave five stars. How many additional stars would she give if she had a hamburg steak every morning? I I don't even mm. think. I mean, this is two years ago, so she's still in high school, so she doesn't fully respect um, how delectable uh, the Buford Little General Store's hamburg steak is. But I would say, if it was on a scale of um, one to ten, she would probably give a would eat again ten. And nice. I think you know per- perhaps this is just some of her privilege showing through. You know she is she's at a public school and she gets to enjoy a savory you know Salisbury steak presumably most days. Yeah, so I for think, sure. I think she right. just doesn't. As you mentioned before, I just don't think she appreciates what she what she, you know, when she goes to college and she's you know force fed filet mignon on a, on a mm. daily basis. I I don't uh, think she's going to college, Adam. But please continue. <laughs> I, you know, please write I, that I, under her review. I I am an optimist and I wish her the best, uh, but I I really hope that uh, that she realizes uh, that that she comes back to the Buford little general story and, and tries at Hamburg. So, and experiences the same euphoria that, that you have. Uh, I, I would actually, I, I pray every day that she'll come back to the Buford little general store and become a cook and cook <laughs> Hamburg steak. <laughs> and then when you go back uh, to visit Buford little general, yep. you uh, see Totemo 
cooking the hamburg steak behind you or behind the counter and just like this is this is what life's all about guys it's it's the uh, circle of life and exactly. i would i would more than likely then lead the children across the street to the <laughs> To the middle school. Well, lead them to their cyber middle school now that they can't even go to in-person school. I mean, what are these kids doing now? That's For true. a face mask, do you use a bunch of uncooked uh, raw ground beef? That would be a waste of 80-20 beef. If you're out in the hot enough sun, maybe it would cook. Get a nice rare sizzle on it. Uh, you only eat it well done. I don't want to get the, oh, get right. the sick. Well, when you're like cooking up a nice hamburger steak, do you listen to any fun music? Hey, hey take it back. <laughs> What'd you just call it? Oh, fuck. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, sir, sir, A1 Steak Sauce William, when you are cooking up a nice hamburg steak, do you listen to any like fun music, podcasts even? I for sure don't listen to Passion Fruits. <laughs> Well, nobody does, but that's our that's our cross to bear. <laughs> I've I've really been exploring um, Hawthorne Heights recently. Mm. Um, they they really just speak to me, mm. um, especially with my uh, my 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 love for hamburg steak. Um, so everything your hamburg steak just kind of influences and your love of hamburg steak kind of influences and touches every single part of your life it seems it does it does i mean like how thorn heights once said and i can't make it on my own and they're talking about hamburg steaks because mm-hmm. my heart is in ohio um I don't, I don't know if you know but a lot of germans went to ohio um uh-huh. and so then it says so cut my wrists and black my eyes <laughs> and when they're saying that they're talking about the juices um in the hamburg Jesus steak Christ. and and well, so if you I, get a if you get a black eye, put a steak on it. Exactly, exactly. And then they, they always say, "So I can feel fall asleep tonight or die." And again, they're talking about bovine uh, tipping. Um, <laughs> and so they just continue the storyline of the Hamburg steak. And then it's because you kill me, you know you do. You kill me well. You like it too, and I can tell. You never stop until my final breath is gone. Talking about Hamburg steaks. <laughs> and, oh, well, and, I've, I've, and will I, I think you know correct me if i'm wrong but i believe that that band is actually from hamburg ohio so it, it all comes what? back to yes I, I i think that's the case pretty sure you, well, you are you are in, incredibly right um oh my gosh yeah so yes. i i even think that their song uh dissolve and decay like will this is just opening up so many doors for us like their song dissolve and decay where it just says she wore crushed velvet jet black into the floor that's the gravy on the hamburg steak she rolled on angel wings that used to shine oh so bright that is the cheese that you put in between the uh, the the meat now the dark has caught the spark in her eyes and i i can't find the air that is you taking a bite feeling the spark of the joy of Hamburg steak in your mouth, just chomping down on some moist, moist meat. I, this is incredible. I think you've taken it a little bit far, Daniel. He, uh, Daniel no, you, you haven't no. taken it far enough. I don't think I took it far enough. We need to keep going. Uh, but that was all I looked up on Google. <laughs> <laughs> or excuse me, duck, duck, go, because I don't trust that Google. Thank you, Adam, for giving us the uh, the 
fucking longitude and latitude of Hamburg Road on in Hamburg, Ohio. I mean, like I said, little known fact that uh, you know Hamburg, Ohio is only a little ways outside of Dayton, Ohio, where they claim. Also, also, if you look at the coordinates, um, it's code for Hamburg steak. Oh my god, <laughs> um, Adam. Yes, sir. Um, uh, when's the last time you had a Boston Market Salisbury steak with a side of mac and cheese? Oh, man. It must have been at least six hours ago. Seriously? <laughs> Don't lie to me. That's not funny. Oh. No, unfortunately not. Uh, Daniel. Yeah. When's the last time you had a Stouffer's uh, Salisbury steak with a side of mac and cheese? Hmm. Probably way back in the uh, day. Would you say that you like the Boston Market or the Stouffer's better? I've always been a BM guy. You know, I just love my BMs. I agree with love you. Love them to death. <laughs> um, well, uh, you know, <laughs> so does does BM do a Hamburg steak or just a Salisbury? Um, most so, as, as we talked about earlier, Dr. Salisbury, yeah. he was the one that really uh, – made the Hamburg steak famous in the United States of America. Right. So so we still we still sort of follow the the guidelines that Dr. Yeah. Dr. Uh, Salisbury put forth and we still call most of our Hamburg steaks Salisbury steak. So Oh my god. So it's the same to, thing. To answer your question um <sighs> with BM and Stouffer's yeah. the frozen varieties of Hamburg steak are probably still going to be called Salisbury steak because Dr. Salisbury made it famous so, in, the, in the United States of America. And have you fucked around with those frozen Salisbury steaks, nay, Hamburg steaks? Uh, yeah, I have. In a pinch, they work well? Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. And I nice. mean, sometimes I will actually, don't tell Stuart. Um, oh, God. But I'll, uh, I'll throw those little devils into the microwave. And when when uh, Stuart is not looking, I'll throw it in the cast iron, and she and uh, Stuart never knew what happened. Wow, that's love right there. Yep. <laughs> um. So one of my favorite things to actually do is I like sometimes. I mean, gravy making is an art, boys. Right. <laughs> and do you know who makes the best gravy? Uh, Stouffer's lasagna. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys spoke at the same time and you ruined it. You can say it again. Go for it, Daniel. <laughs> I said Stouffer's lasagna. Kentucky so fried say- chicken. <laughs> okay. Well, we were both wrong. Yeah, you were. Uh, <laughs> so when I, was, when I was a little boy... <laughs> Um, well, no, you wanted to be a big boy, point, but you were a little boy. <laughs> point point of order. If Uh-oh. Kentucky Fried Chicken has the best gravy, how do you get that gravy in and around your Hamburg steaks? Mm. So you know how they have those buckets of chicken? Yes. <laughs> oh, do I ever. Imagine a bucket full of gravy. <laughs> I'm imagining that. Should I continue? <laughs> Please. <laughs> so is that you, it? <laughs> you, um, you, you go towards uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, you all know Colonel Harlan Sanders. Um, probably one of the greatest 
fried chicken makers of all time. Um, he 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 really he made a he made a gravy that was just to die for. Um, mm. Unfortunately, the gravy that we find in in the franchise stores is not what he uh, invented. I think he actually might have referred to it as like glue or something like that. He he oh, wasn't man. a fan, but Gosh. you know, I mean, he is dead, so who cares? But so. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's still good enough. I'm sure there's a little bit of MSG and some other preservatives mm. in it. But I mean, what do you expect? It's the Yum Brands, and so <laughs> like you, um, you just get a bucket. I mean, when I mean bucket, I mean bucket, boys, <laughs> a bucket of gravy. And I mean, it's it's probably uh, I'm about a hundred and ten percent sure that it's probably frozen, but. Wow. You can't beat it. You just cannot beat the KFC gravy. Um, and you just take it home. And when uh, Stuart's not looking, you put it in a glass. What? Okay. What do you do with that? You put it on the meat. Oh, okay. Got it. I thought you were going to say you drink it or something. I mean, I drink it, but right. Stuart doesn't. So. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Exactly. Got it. Wow. All right. So this is like a multi-step process. This is incredible. I mean, like multi, sorry, not multi-step. We knew it was multi-step, like multi-destination process almost. Go to the grocery store, go to KFC, go home, like three destinations in total. I got a question for you. All right. (laughs) When's the last time you did a deconstructed hamburger steak? Uh, (laughs) We've eaten deconstructed hamburger steak. Excuse me. Where, where where we've where we have deconstructed or have consumed deconstructed hamburger steak. I uh, created, consumed, witnessed. I uh, probably never. It's been a while for sure. Mm. Uh, I, uh, I had a phase <laughs> where I would attempt to deconstruct the hamburger steak, and and boys, I got to tell you, it's just not the same. What? Sorry, can you? So, for the the listeners out there who aren't for the, watching, for the layman, yeah, for the layman who aren't watching, you cook all of these hamburg and deconstructed hamburg steaks for us while we're talking. What exactly do you mean? Because I mean, I've heard of deconstructed sushi, deconstructed cookies, deconstructed hamburgers. I mean, obviously not the same thing as a hamburg steak. But what do you mean by deconstructed hamburg steak? Oh, if we have to. <laughs> I mean, we have to. It's on. It's on record. We have to talk about it. I feel like I have a fever. Why don't we take a little break? Man. That was a really good hamburg steak, boys. What you just had? Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we've been gone for like five hours um, before we started this back oh, up. So I can whip a hamburg steak up in less than twenty. Oh my! Twenty hours? Less 20 than twenty hours? hours? 20 wow. Hours. That's that's amazing. <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's get right back into it. I forgot what the question was. But... Uh, deconstruction of a Hamburg steak. Thank you, thank you. So, um, Adam, yes. What were the ingredients that go into a Hamburg steak? Oh, well, we have the ground beef, mm. preferably eighty twenty. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a good day. So- so and, and and sometimes you know sixty five thirty five maybe seventy thirty, oh, so you've got that you've got mm. the finely chopped onion, oh egg, mm. breadcrumbs, 
<laughs> and I, I, I meant to, <laughs> I meant to ask the breadcrumbs if it's if it's a Hamburg steak, do you have to use like rye or sourdough bread? Since Ooh. it's like German bread, that's disgusting. No, whatever's oh. in the in the box. Okay. Nice try. Well, hey, just 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 ask it. I want to get it right. Okay, do it mm-hmm. once, do it right. That's my that's what I always say. Uh, one take, Adam. That's what they call me. And then you have. Uh, uh, seasoning of, of, of some sort. And I, I don't know if you exactly went into exactly what seasoning I, you I used. did. I did. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Adam, just re-listen to the episode. Okay. okay. I, 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 I'll go back and do that. And then you obviously have gravy as well. Yeah. You forgot what, did, what, did, what did I miss? What did I miss, Mr. A1, A1 Steak Sauce, William? Um, you forgot the main ingredient. Love? <sighs> um, I mean, sometimes I put a little love in there. But nice. um, what was the main ingredient? Comes from England. From Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah, old. Uh, the, I mean, the creators of Worcestershire sauce was John Wheelie Lee and William Henry oh, Perrins, which is, is what you get your most famous Worcestershire oh. sauce, Lee and Perrins. Um, that's the one that's that's the that's the fancy kind. So Daniel's probably oh, yeah. used to that. Um, oh, you know it. Every Daniel, day in my Daniel's, coffee. Yeah, Daniel's mommy probably bought him the one in the uh, paper wrapping. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I would use that paper wrapping to draw my little comics and do my little doodles and my love notes to the the people I was crushing on. But anyway, so deconstruction. Um, yes, we we just don't we just don't make the patty. Mm, very interesting. Oh, but for real, like I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the patty unmade, so I might crush up a little bit of the ground meat and leave it to the side, and then I'm I'm gonna do a shot glass of Worcestershire sauce. And there's gonna be a pile of breadcrumbs, and then uh, gravy. The gravy's in another shot glass, so we're just taking shooters, boys. <laughs> I, I'm 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 interested because I feel like this. is I a don't great- know what has become a joke and what hasn't become a joke. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. None of, none of this yeah. is a joke. Okay, you're I, right. I'm so sorry. I, anyone steak sauce, William? I feel like this is a great opportunity to make like an amuse bouche out of mm. this deconstructed Hamburg steak. You know, you just have these small bits of ingredients into this this bite-sized explosion of flavor oh do, do you think we should do you think we should work towards that uh no not at all no <laughs> no i mean uh, i mean what what, what is your opposition to an amuse-bouche hamburg steak i, I challenge say, thee i would say the germans the the germans the germans don't like it no okay. not a fan how do you even prene- say amuse-bouche in german like i mean come on how how do you, Adam? I I don't know. I'm not German. <laughs> When's the last time you went to Utah? Um. Oh man, a while ago. It's because been a while. Did you know that the first place you could have ever gotten a bucket full of gravy was in Utah? <laughs> I I'm act- honestly actually kind of surprised about that. Yeah, I am too. You would think it'd be in Kentucky. Yeah, you see, you think like Utah is a little more straight laced than Kentucky or something. Why do you but- say that? <laughs> They just seem like that, you know, straight laced. It's what everybody always says. Those straight laced Utahans, how they're always so straight laced and oh, so buttoned do, up. Do, do explain. <laughs> I, I think I have. You know, it's what everybody always says. You all, you know, people when you want to insult somebody, you say, "Oh, you're just like a uptight, straight laced Utahan." I mean, I hear you, that like every day. Everyone you, says that, Daniel. You, 
Would you continue? <laughs> and they're just like all buttoned up. They've got their button shirts buttoned all the way up to the top button, even when they're not wearing a tie Would and their you? pants, their jeans, they don't have zippers. They have the button fly. So they're all like buttoned up. Their shoes don't have laces. They're all buttoned up. Would you, would you, <laughs> would you mind continuing? And, you know, their hairs, it's always Daniel, like their Daniel. haircuts are always high and tight. You know, it's all always buttoned up. No, like loose, shaggy, hippie hairs for those Utahans. It's always like nice and like you could set your watch by it. I would like for you to, to stop. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Adam was something. What did Adam say? I, we just lost our entire listenership in Utah, Daniel. Gosh, you were just. I would, I would, I would like you to stop because. I don't think you do. You really think that Burt McCracken is straight laced? <laughs> oh, let me uh, access my data banks about who Burt McCracken is. Burt McCracken. Oh, you mean this fucking awesome dude? <laughs> oh, the uh, Robert Edward McCracken, singer or vocalist and songwriter of the American rock band, the used. No, I would actually say he's like super straight laced. I would all, I mean, Dan Reynolds also spent uh, a lot of time in, in Utah during. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that there are those outliers. I would, I would say that Dan Reynolds is the least straight laced guy I know. And probably the most badass member of my favorite band, Imagine Dragons. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. I was like, Dan Reynolds, who is this asshole? And then there he is, my most loved asshole in the world. I mean, he's he's, he's just a badass. Radi- he, he's radioactive, if you will. He's he's a badass. Yeah, God. When but I even think- look at his haircut. You could set your watch by it. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I agree with you on whatever you just said. But, I mean, I would say... Whenever I think of um, like the most badass people in history, yeah, who do you think of? Um, Anybody? I don't know, man. No, I think I of I think of Dan Reynolds, and I also think of the Carthaginian general Hannibal. <laughs> Two sides of the same coin. <laughs> so why why? Why Hannibal? Why Hamburg steak? Why Dan Reynolds? Why any of it? Earth is flat. Um, should we wrap this up now? <laughs> On that note. Oh, I forgot well, to talk about my favorite types of uh, potatoes to put into the mashed <laughs> <British laughs> potatoes. <laughs> Why don't we save that for another episode? Yes. If you're uh, okay with that. I still have to come back and do my yearly review of pimento cheese. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, yeah. So why, you know, Will, this has been such a wonderful time. And I, I, I mean, it. we could talk for hours about hamburg steak. Obviously. I, I know I can. <laughs> and that's why we had you on. Um, is there any final word you want to say about hamburg steak? Just keep in mind, we can keep it short now. Um, yes, sir. Um, I would, I would just like you listeners in the passion fruits, uh, listener verse, um, preferably not in Utah, um, to recognize that when you enjoy a Hamburg steak, know that the USDA 
standards for the frozen hamburg steaks might have just a minimum content of 65% meat. Oh, um, Jesus. So, and it might not even all be beef. It might have some of the chicken and pork byproduct in there. And you know how they're all growing weird crap with their soy, whatever that is. Yeah, their soy milk in there. Crap. And, and oh, God. Ex- the extenders, they might not always be breadcrumbs. Like sometimes they might be oat flakes. Oh, liberals putting oat in my meat god wow. i mean oh it's for the horses to eat they, and the binders might not always be eggs like keep your binders in school they, people keep your binders in it's school disgusting keep your binders full of women that's what i always say <laughs> oh wow um, <laughs> thanks mitch just, just know that when you buy it frozen it's just it's just not what the germans wanted no uh, that's on their flag. Buy it frozen, not what we wanted. Angela Merkel once said, <laughs> Fucking hell. If the meat is frozen, put Worcestershire sauce on it. I'm Word, words to live by. <laughs> if I'm the meat is frozen, <laughs> if the meat is frozen, it's not the chosen one. That was the third line. Um, well, Do you guys want to talk they- about meatloaf? <laughs> No, <laughs> that's another podcast. This this cannot continue. That is another, obviously another podcast. Yeah, because fuck meatloaf. There's ketchup involved. God, fuck <laughs> it. All right, <laughs> let's wrap up. Will, thank you so much for being on this podcast. Excuse me, and thank you so much for. Oh, uh, sorry, Sir Willie or shit, A1 Sir A One Steak Sauce William. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Um, it has been just a wonderful time. Uh, learning about you, about your life, about your love for Hamburg steak. It sounds like you should have a food blog. Do you have a food blog? No. Damn it. Well, I think you should start one because that's, I would read it daily. There's literally Um, hundreds of dollars at stake for for a food (laughs) blog. Exactly. Um, Why don't we hop into the recommendations and really just do a brief, um, Adam, we can catch up with our recommendations next episode. Why don't we give some recommendations today? Will, do you have anything you would like to recommend to us? And by will, I mean, sir, A1 Steak Sauce, William. Uh, Yes, I do. (laughs) Thank God. I would recommend that both you boys... Make a Hamburg steak once a night, every day of the week this next week, um, and uh, mix it up a little bit. All right. All right. That's all I got. Also, don't forget to vote. <laughs> Thank you. This was this. All of these are just subliminal messages to tell people to vote. All of this Hamburg steak talk. Um, Adam, what would you like to recommend this week? You know, I don't know if I have any recommendations. I think. I think I'd rather follow A1 Steak Sauce Williams' recommendation to make a hamburg steak. That's, I think that's where I'm going to leave it at this point. In time. All right. Well, I had an album to recommend, but gosh, I don't want to be please, the outlier. Please go ahead, Daniel. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm hoping mean... it's Hal Thorne Heights to us. Oh, uh, it's not. It's um, actually a, I believe it's a Durham-based band. Let me look that up. Technically from Greenville, North Carolina, but I believe they've been in the Raleigh and Durham scene for a little while. Um, it is this band called Ether Realm or Aether Realm, spelled A-E-T-H-E-R, Realm, R-E-A-L-M. 
and they have this awesome album called Redneck Vikings from Hell that came out recently. Okay. Uh, that is amazing. It is like um, a mix of death metal, hardcore, and bluesy Americana rock. It is so sick, um, especially the first song on the album, uh, Redneck Vikings from Hell. So please listen to Aether Realms' album, Redneck Vikings from Hell. I shall do so. You too, William. No, I'm going to make you listen to it. Well, um, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you need to find us on social media, you know where to find us. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can email us. TikTok. This is Jake talk. <laughs> TikTok. TikTok. Oh yeah. We're on TikTok. Um, we've got all the funny memes on there. Um, cause obviously we are on the cutting edge of everything. You guys on grinder. Yeah, we are looking oh, yes. to work with some people to grind some meats. Um, Maybe we'll see Will, may, but we may not be in his range. Um, who knows, though? Gosh. I extended mine to 420. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> Blaze that. Nice. Blaze that meat. <laughs> um, well, seriously, Will, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been truly a pleasure, and it's been so much fun talking to you. Um and I hope everybody is inspired a little bit to kind of experiment with food this week. Welcome. <laughs> and with that, we will say, Adam, did you want to say anything else? No, nope, I'll just say good evening, everyone. Good, good night. night. I love you.